0: Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Linaway, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. Gail is back with me, and Gail, I just love being with you, and I don't know, we're kind of going to have more of a buddy time, encouragement time. We talked Mm -hmm. just briefly before we started recording. Not necessarily one of those Titus 2 deals where we um, answer a question, but I want to answer a question that would be like, what's on your heart? What are you thinking? What's been going on with you? What are you mm-hmm. feeling? Because you are a feeler mm-hmm. and you are somebody who senses things in the kingdom as, as well as kind of what's going on in the earth. So a, yeah. that's a big, broad thing. <laughs> but what's on your heart and how can we help one another or mm-hmm. help somebody who might be listening?
1: That's so good. Um, hi. Thanks hi, for having friend. me. Yeah, thanks for having me back. We caught up again. just a
0: little bit before we started recording yeah. and number 1, I just I do want to thank you because you're mm-hmm. such a good listener and you really are a great um inquisitive questioner. I don't feel mm-hmm. like you pick at me to get to my heart, but I just thank you for just being my friend for so long.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and thanks for um letting me be a part of this. It's an honor to be with you on your podcast um, and do buddy times it's so 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 fun so fun um, I so look forward to it so um,
0: as what have you we've been, been doing lately what's been new what's yeah, been
1: shaken it, well we joined a different church we felt called to go to the mercy culture in Fort Worth and uh, it has challenged and grown me in new ways um, open hmm. to Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and Um, they do a really fantastic thing, um, where they help you figure out how you personally connect with God Mm. and they've created this curriculum and there's 12 ways that they believe that people connect with God and how we're supposed to celebrate how people connect Yay! with God differently and what that looks like and no judgment. And um, it's been so fun. I'm also helping in that department doing like the new members and taking them through the curriculum. And it's called Connect. And so we help them connect to church Gosh, and connect with it's made God. Made
0: for you. I know. I know. It's so fun. How can people connect to God and other people? Oh, uh, I'm Gail yeah. Novak. <laughs> it's like my <laughs> life.
1: It is your so, life. So thankfully, they correct, uh, created this and they share it with churches they're such a generous church so they um and it's on the website um, mercyculture.com and so you can look read the things and it's so fun because what it did for people in my family dave is um would be one for like a creationist which is um when i'm out in creation when i'm in nature i connect with the lord Mm. And and it's like it could be through a run or it could be through a hike or a beautiful sunset or walking by the lake. Um, Just being outside helps him connect with God. And that's where he feels like he hears God.
0: Yeah. I have a son that said the same thing. Put me in a canoe. Put me around tall trees. Get me outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I can hear God more clearly. And so.
0: um, Creationists and there's others, I'm assuming. There are are
1: 11 others. And one of them um, is. Yeah, um, I can't remember the name right now, but Kendall has it. And it's about um, being creative mm-hmm. and um, and creating things with their hands. And you think of the people in the Bible who um, created the ark and created the wall and, and create beautiful fabrics and all the things that yes. are, are created that yes. are um, to glorify the Lord. And and as she's designing shoes and she's this creative, she's right. like, oh, it's okay. And I really do hear God when I'm creating things. And um I can think of a lot of our friends, you included, that are oh gosh, you included so creative, and it's like oh, we we, it's like how we connect with God, and and you know
0: I have a friend that just was on the podcast, Lisa Harding, and she said she felt like she had to do the most more studious types of things within the Mm -hmm. kingdom, and her love for decorating and embellishments and beauty was just sort of, and I said actually, it's the first time the Holy Spirit was sent to be upon someone was the artisans. That yes. God cares about all of that. So I yes. bet you that really felt good for Kendall.
1: So, and Lisa, too. And it's like so yep. freeing because it's not shallow. It's how no. he made us. Mm-hmm. And so if we can get comfortable in that and then own it, like, wow, what, what like, emotional Amen. and spiritual doors can that open? And Amen. so um, that's been really fun to be a part of that. And then we're talking a lot about expanding territory. Mm. And you know we all last year was hard and we all kind of come into the new year with new hope and and it feels like as things can feel a little getting even weirder or crazier in the world it's like the holy spirit the lord um our faith journey is like rising too like right. revivals happening as things get like worse like there's healing, and then there's hope, and then there's revival, and there's people coming to the Lord, and there's people walking in their gifts and calling, and and people that are kind of rising up out of nowhere that are sharing their faith, or going into places and and allowing themselves to uh, get out of their comfort zone,
0: yeah, and yeah. try
1: new things and expand their territory. Right, and right. I was I just was asked by a friend to speak at a middle school parent night. At a public school, and to talk about the effects of social media on tweens and teens. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, Ugh, I don't want to. I'd rather stay in my jammies,
0: you know. And so. Right, because um, we kind of get like that after get, being so, yeah. Yeah. You get sequestered.
1: Sequestered, and you go, hmm, no. Well, and so I just kept hearing expanding territory. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. And it was so great and so fun. And I learned a ton and I got to share that. And then I got to encourage because it's a heavy topic and there's a lot of yes. darkness in social media and it's taking out tweens and teens. and But I got to encourage families and um, bring hope and give them tangible things they can do to connect with their teens and tweens to put their phones down. and So all that to be said, expanding territory, um, finding hope. where there's chaos around us, and how to bring hope, which we try to do here. You always try to do that wherever you go, and I like to do that, too,
0: Yes, so people aren't discouraged. Amen. Because then we just want to
1: hide in our closet and not come out.
0: Right, right. And that alone is a tactic of the enemy. Mm -hmm. Isolation is a tactic of the enemy, because he Mm -hmm. knows how much we're better together than alone. So, yeah, I, I would say... I, I love Stephen Wendy Backlin with Igniting mm-hmm. Hope Ministries. Yep. Yep. And he always says on his little podcast that there are no hopeless situations, they're just hopeless people. Yes, so good. And that every situation that gets any hope behind it has nothing to do but change. Sometimes it's changing within the person itself, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I often quote the verse May the God of hope fill you with mm-hmm. joy and peace. In believing, So there's this part that you're believing for something different. You're believing for a shift. You're believing for a change in believing so that you overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I love that it's by the power of the Holy Spirit. You don't crank out your own hope. Mm
1: -hmm. You you know what I mean?
0: You don't Mm -hmm. say, gosh, I wish I had more hope. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. But you do have to just partner with the believing part. And I'm telling you, I agree with you. Stuff is chaotic. The world is going crazy. Stuff is happening. Wars, rumors of wars, the whole thing that has mm-hmm. to do with end times, and there's there's more darkness. But I just got done preaching, and I used Isaiah 60 because it says, mm-hmm. Arise, shine.
1: Mm-hmm. Your
0: light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. So instead mm-hmm. of sitting in your closet, what do you do? You have to rise and shine. And it says Darkness, thick darkness has covered the earth and mm. the peoples, and it's mm-hmm. getting darker. But the beautiful thing about anything darker is the light is even brighter. brighter. Right, you know, <laughs> right. We right. know that if you're really in a, a really dark place, you can put in just the tiniest little tea light, and mm-hmm. everybody's eye will be on that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a wonderful thought that whatever light we carry, whatever light we have, and by the way, by the way, I just don't believe it's this little light of mine. I, it's mm-hmm. the light of god the Mm -hmm. glory of the lord is in you when you Mm -hmm. have jesus the same power that raised jesus from the dead is in you like it's crazy how much of a light that is but yeah i i do think we're in an interesting time where we can either get weary suck our thumb get in fetal position or get ready to be Mm -hmm. like oh i'm Mm -hmm. i'm sent out now and Mm -hmm. it doesn't even mean like i you're expanding territory comment It doesn't even mean Gail is different when she arrives to speak to these kids. It's just Mm -hmm. Gail's on the scene now. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, Mm -hmm. what am I finding myself to do? And Mm -hmm. everywhere I go, my territory is being expanded now by just showing up.
1: Yes. And it's my yes. Am I willing to say yes? And it's like, and why, why am I saying no? Is it because the Lord said no? Or is it because I'm like... Uh, it feels like too much work, or I'm too <laughs> tired, or I don't really want to do that, and and so I'm trying to say yes to more more as it comes. So because in the past I would have shut down out of fear. Mm. fear of not doing it perfectly fear of man's approval, which I've really had to nip and cut and throw away and continue to nip and cut and throw away. Amen. Yeah. It's a process. Good for you. It is a process because that was ingrained in me as a, through my childhood of performance and perfection. And so, um, I feel like I continually have to prune that weed and dig it out by the root. And sometimes it grows back, but, um, to do it afraid and to do it anyway, and to show up and, Uh, So it's super fun.
0: It's super fun. So when you left that, I'm I'm going back to the event with the, Mm -hmm. you know, kids and talk about social media. When you left that, were you able to take, wow, that was fun and I was used there and that was good and I'm glad I went. Mm -hmm. Or did you get fiery darts right then? What was the kind of process? Because I do think taking new territory, it it involves some things you got to do. So I just was going to ask that.
1: Right. And so I would say that with, with. So I wasn't sure how many people would come into the breakout because um, there could have been 10 parents or 30. And my friend who is a teacher in the classroom said that there were over 60 people. And I didn't know that. Not that numbers matter, but it was like, oh, okay. And a lot of teens and tweens. And I was like, okay, I'm saying some really heavy stuff. This is, there's some darkness in all this. And she goes, oh no, they've seen and heard it all. Like, just say it, say what you're supposed to say. And so... I did. And, and I, my time got cut from 28 minutes to 18. So I was like, "Ah,
0: how do I get all my content? I got to give my
1: Ted talk now. Boom. Boom. Got to do it quickly and sharply and concisely. And so um, I did have a mom come up to me afterwards and um, her sweet daughter went up to her right after our talk and said, thank you, mom, for not letting me have TikTok. Thank you. Because I said all the warnings of TikTok and what the content and what they're seeing, and I went on all about what's actually there and how it manipulates our brains and all of this. And, and the mom just came up to me and said, thank you for, I mean, because I've been, you know, talking to her about this for weeks and months, and your talk really helped with that. And of course, I could infuse truth. I can't, you can't mention Jesus name, but you can refuse truth and, um, and hope and all of that. So,
0: um, but you're also really good about always saying, um, you know, how it affects you or my experience with performance or my past with people pleasing or whatever. Yeah. My story. You can't refute testimony and story. right. 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 So yeah. So
1: yeah. Testimony. Yeah. Huge, huge. How about you? What have you been up to?
0: Oh, golly. Well, I feel like we've been in a little bit of a whirlwind tour. We've been doing a little bit of traveling, getting away because of, you know, cold and that kind of thing. But I was able to speak in the Minneapolis area at a women's function. It was the first function they had since the whole COVID shutdown thing. And it was so fun for me. Like, I've gotten used to... The podcast, which, by the way, I love The Real Deal. I'm really thankful for every real dealer out there that's listening right now because you have no idea how much I enjoy just encouraging you, even though I may not see your face. Mm-hmm. But, Gail, this was like faces, and they were in mm-hmm. the pews, and they came mm-hmm. rushing in. And at mm-hmm. the break, I watched them rush out, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there was all the chatter and getting to hug women. And and I just absolutely loved it. I really felt it was called um, Heart Set Free Mm-hmm. And I'm excited because the speakers that were part of that day have already agreed to do a podcast with me where we do more mm-hmm. of a group one. You know, and I've only had a couple of those where there's more than one person I'm interviewing. Mm-hmm. And I just what I would say about that event and maybe I'll hold it for that podcast was mm-hmm. that each person played a part and whenever you see something whether it's a basketball team or an Olympic Olympic event where there's a team like Each person has their own role. And Mm -hmm. they shouldn't Mm -hmm. wish that they were the other because that's what Scripture says. Don't let hand want to be the foot or, you know, all that kind of stuff. I felt so alive to do my part. I I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. And I really enjoyed watching how God would use someone else, knowing that I don't have to fill that in. I don't have to Mm -hmm. cover every base. And, oh, she brought that up, and that was in my notes. That doesn't mean I need to say it when I get back up there. I just... I just trust that God said what he said. and It was beautiful. I loved it. Um, yeah, so I'm watching, like, get to get to speak at Wooddale Church. When, when I lived in Minneapolis, I never got to speak there. You know what I mean? Just getting that enlarging yep. territory and believing that there are further things that will happen because of those contacts. Yeah. And I'm really kind of thinking, God is enlarging my territory. I really want to affect, in fact, encourage as many people as I can— and i don't have to be in charge of that yes like i, I just show up like you said i do the mm-hmm. yes i say i say yes i go where he sends me and what's next sure you can dream yes you can plan put it down it says in habakkuk 2:2 write it down make it the message plain so the messenger mm-hmm. can run with it i believe in all that but i'm also already going thank you god for giving me opportunities i would not have even known mm-hmm. 10 years ago 12 years ago 20 years ago that I would have the opportunity to do. So it's neat when he enlarges the territory because it's expanding without so much of we have to manipulate or control it. We just get to receive it.
1: So and he told
0: me a couple months ago, are you ready for an avalanche of goodness? And you know how I try to do he speaks where I sit and listen. And yeah, and I was like. I swear I heard that. You just said, are you ready for an avalanche of goodness? And I wrote it down, and I was like, yes. And, I mean, I have this new grandson, and I feel like, you know, the weather is changing, and, it's, mm-hmm. and I have contact with a, a daughter, and there's things that are going on in my life that are just changing. And I God has done that. it with, I would say, a spirit of acceleration. I've really been praying yeah, that things that, that, would that would take years would too. Yeah, talk to me about acceleration. Things that would take years could take months. Things that would take months could take days. And changes that I need to make, I can trust God. Because the enemy is advancing and yeah. things are going. And I'm, I don't want to give him too much credit because you know, right. I don't need to talk about him. But there is this onslaught of let's go kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, and God's doing it too. Let's rise up, arise, shine, and, and go. And don't be worried that everything's going to take this laborious amount of time. I want to write a new book on identity. I'm trying to sit down and just get some of that out and listen to talks I've given and put it down. Because I can't just wait around for a couple, three, four years to get that out. I need to to do it Mm -hmm. i don't feel rushed i don't feel hurried like my heart Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like Mm -hmm. it's not settled but it's kind of like okay do it is that like an
1: urgency without it being like a panic
0: um
1: or a motivation how would you describe it
0: yeah i would say it's more like a it's more like a you're being propelled forward. You're not being okay. pushed because I okay. really believe God always leads. He doesn't shove us. And if if somebody's pushing you, by the way, this is extra free. But yeah, I feel like if, if you go and you buy a car or whatever and you're pushed into that decision and somebody tells you you only have so much time and, uh, you know, a boyfriend wants you to do something, wants you to do it now, or somebody says, well, this, this sale item is only going to be, you know, anytime you feel pushed or shoved, I don't think it's from God. He leads us. But I would say I'm being propelled forward uh, and yeah. not shoved, but definitely not just like, oh, mm-hmm. take your sweet old time, mm-hmm. which is paired with kind of a heart of rest. So it's interesting.
1: Yeah, that's so good. So I don't, I don't feel hear ruffled. About... Okay.
0: You know, like my heart is at rest, even if I'm busy. And I noticed in the Gospels maybe years ago, I was like, Jesus was always busy but he wasn't hurried, and I think that's a line I read in, oh gosh, what book is that? Oh, I want to give the credit, but I don't know. I can't remember the guy's name, but that's a good concept, right, to, to just be able to be busy, but not like, <laughs> you know, hurried, because then that, you don't have that Sabbath, Sabbath rest type heart. You don't have that God's working because he goes before me. He prepares in advance the things I'm to do. And even when I went and spoke, I was like, I'm not overly working on my content. I am sitting with him. And I'm experiencing the union that we really do share. And I'm letting the Holy Spirit, which isn't outside but is inside, speak to me so that when I stand there, I'm ready to be present and be there instead of, and I'm not saying every speaker has to do it that way, but." It, it's less legal pad and making sure I get it all down
1: mm-hmm. than it
0: is just being with him and trusting that what he's put in is going to come out. And you don't have to be a speaker for that to happen. It's just whatever is coming in is going to come out. Right.
1: And I just keep hearing, don't despise small beginnings. Amen. So even if there's a young mommy that's sitting there going, I'm not doing anything, they could invite another young mommy into the home.
0: Exactly. And they could
1: listen to a podcast or open the word or pray together. Exactly. And that's the, be- that's the beginning of expanding territory.
0: Exactly. And it's powerful. Like mm-hmm. when I listen to something and, and, you know, people could pass on this podcast, that'd be great, right? But if I'm listening to something or watching something, every once in a while, a name will come up. And you've sent things to me, right? Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. it's not like I go on Facebook and I blast it to everybody I know. I'm
1: mm-hmm.
0: not saying I've never done that. But if the name came to me? Mm -hmm. I'm quick to send that, share a link. Mm -hmm. And I thought of you, or I'll say Mm -hmm. like about eight minutes in really made me think of you. Or I'll even say, full disclosure, I haven't finished this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. All you're doing is sharing something that encouraged Mm -hmm. you. I think we Mm -hmm. should be revolving doors of encouragement. This helped me, pass it on. This helped me, pass it on. You know? Absolutely. Um, I'll pass
1: on one right now. um, We were trying to figure out in our Bible study, I'm in a a co-leader of a bible study of about 55 women in my friend's home and we decided that we wanted like just the importance of it sounds so basic like duh but the importance of being in the bible in the word and reading it and then talking Amen. about it as opposed to a different kind of study and because we had done a bunch of those in the past and we felt like wow i really want to encourage women and men to be in the word. And so one of the girls in our study found this thing called the Bible recap by Tara Lee Cobble. And she was challenged by someone from her church to, if she's like read through the whole Bible and does she know what the word of God means? She's a worship leader. And, and she realized that she hadn't. And so she took the time and she set out for this year of like really studying the word and then she breaks it into chunks and then she does a little mini There's a Bible app on your Bible, you version. But then there's a little podcast, five to seven minutes a day of a recap of what it was. And then her takeaway, she calls it a God shot. And so I'm telling you this because it's going to, our Bible study ends in a few weeks for for, uh, the spring. But I'm hoping these women will continue and stay in it until we meet again over the summer and in the fall. But the conversations that we've had because we're reading the word together has been so transformative and you know and it's a little bit of accountability like oh we're in numbers right now you can do it you can get through some of the harder sections that are like okay it's repeating and repeating because there's power in that so so we come together and we talk about it and then during the week We'll send an encouragement. It's like, oh, it's renewing our mind. Oh, it's like a small beginning because we're just taking a few chapters a day to get through the whole thing in a year. But we're doing it together. And its nice. I think it's transformed our group. And then we're sharing a testimony a week. And I got to share my testimony because they asked me to a few weeks ago and a part of my testimony and um, the power in testimony. So I want to talk about that yeah, next. Man. But the power of testimony and and the intimacy that's happening in this group of fifty women that are gathering every week, in this home, and how it's impacting their families, how it's changing yes. their hearts, yes. how it's giving them hope, how we look and go, wow, some of the people in the Old Testament that the God that God used really messed up, it actually gave me hope, of Amen. like, of like, wow, even if I messed up, like, God still adores me and can use me in his kingdom. And I was like, if he can use all of them, he can certainly use me too. And I want to be used in his kingdom. So, um,
0: but the power... (laughs) Stuart Briscoe (laughs) used to say, God uses those who mess up. Who else does he have to work with? I might not have the exact coach, but it's kind of like, that's all that's there. And at the same time, the whole, the hall of faith that's in, you know, Hebrews 11, I believe it is, unless it's 12, I think it's 11, the hall of faith, they're all messed up. Yeah. But they made a call on God's character, and I think that's the key. When you go, God, this isn't about me. Mm -hmm. This is totally about you. This is all the work that you have done, and now I receive it. The whole new covenant of I didn't have to achieve, I just get to receive. But I make a call on, are you that good? Could you do that? Are you forgiving? Are you holy? Are you wonderful? Yeah, and now you've made me twins with you, co-heirs of Christ. Like, the whole thing is crazy, but it isn't about me. And Mm -hmm. that's just like, like you said, that load off of I don't have to. Yeah. yeah, I don't have to do it. He uses little old me and little the screw-ups of the world. and Yeah,
1: and so, yeah. Um, so yeah, just cool testimonies coming out of that. But talk, let's talk about testimonies and just the power they have. Oh,
0: gosh. I think two things I was thinking while you were saying that is to be able to together. You and I know this. We would do skits together. Yeah. We would do anything together, and then we would talk about it afterwards. We'd debrief. debrief. you get in your car and call me, yeah. and we'd have to debrief. Something about together. They Mm -hmm. say if you're studying in college, go and and talk about what the lecture was with another friend. It goes into a different part of your brain. It just sinks down. Together is huge. And then when you were talking about that, I was thinking together is better. And then you don't want to have spiritual anorexia. Right. You literally have to be in the word. Eat the bread. Fresh bread. It could be a verse. It could be a chapter. But be in the word. And don't be legalistic about it. If you miss, you miss. But be in the word. Yeah. And I know Bill Johnson says, people say, well, I don't always remember what I read. And he said, I don't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, but I'm sure it fed me. Yeah, Right? It's like, you you get fed when you're in the Word. And then somebody else is getting fed. And I love that when I go to my Bible study, I'll take something, and then I think I have something to offer, but somebody else's take on it is equally, if not more profound to me. Mm -hmm. Because when they said that, I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. or what I also believed got... Shove down even deeper with a, a mm-hmm. greater sense of roots. So and then testimony, if we don't tell the testimony, mm-hmm. there's a couple of things that I think are happening. Number one, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, it says in Revelation. So if he does something in your life, He will do something in your life that means he can do it in mine. It's not like I should get depressed if it happens to Gail because, oh, she got that, and now I don't get it. God is not limited. It's a blueprint of what he can do. It brings more encouragement. And I think kind of not having enough time either in a small group or in church to tell testimony has begun to make the church atrophy because we have enough time for worship, the message, the announcements, the glitzy, whatever. But what about somebody saying... I'm here to testify, God did this, God's working in that way. So the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I have seen when somebody testifies, it builds my faith. Even if the thing that they're testifying about isn't the place I need the miracle or the place that I want God to move, it's still just like, oh, God's still doing that. The other thing is uh, not only the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, but we're warned in scripture to not rob God of his glory. Mm -hmm. which, by the way, in John 17, he says he gives it to us. God gave it to Jesus. Jesus gives it to us so that we actually carry his glory. So how can you rob God of his glory if he gave it to you? You can't. You can't give me a car, and then when I drive away from your driveway, you call the police. I haven't stolen your car. Mm -hmm. You gave it to me. So he gives us this glory, but we rob him of his glory when we don't testify about what he's doing. I used to think it meant like I'm trying to – you know, do my tap dance and, you know, everybody notice me and I'll take glory from God. Well, that could be one thing, but it's also like, oh, I have something to share. Mm-hmm. God's moving in my life or my marriage has shifted or mm-hmm. we actually have enough money for the, you know, the end of the month didn't come too quick, but I got mm-hmm. some money left or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I woke up today and I wasn't depressed. Who cares what it is? It's God mm-hmm. moving. Say it. Mm-hmm. Then you don't rob him of his glory. You share his glory with another. Mm-hmm. It's... It's what we should always be doing. And sometimes there's a religion that can creep in and people don't want to celebrate with one another because we don't want to say what's going well. What is with that mentality?
1: Yeah, we hide that or we try to We'd rather tell how bad it is. Right. Well, you don't want to make the other person feel bad because it's not going well for them. If you say like you've had a breakthrough in your marriage and their marriage is in trouble or you got pregnant and your friends have suffering from infertility or you're engaged, newly engaged and you're, you want to be married. And so there's this whole thing of like minimizing ourselves and downplaying and withholding. And then we're not showing up authentically because we are supposed to celebrate with each other. Right. It's so common. It's It's so
0: common. And it's not like I'm trying to make, say, say, don't be sensitive to somebody. Right. You can be Read sensitive. the room, right. of course, all of that. But there is this part where somebody said, well, I don't think we should talk about like healings and, and seeing that because, you know, you know, my aunt had this happen or her, my nephew this. Or, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. But why are we exalting the place where we don't see the movement of God mm-hmm. instead of we do see the movement of God and making our circumstances bow to this he says he forgives all our sins and heals all our diseases or he says he's Mm -hmm. a God who will work miracles among you or he says Mm -hmm. that he's working in your everyday life you know those kind of things I think boy I get encouraged by it absolutely and it is a blueprint rather than a comparison don't compare don't compete but go ahead and celebrate it's the only antidote to being kind of really bitter with God working in one area when you don't Mm -hmm. have yours yet it just may yet right right yet grab on to their testimony grab on Mm-hmm. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel in a way, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right, back to The Real Deal.
1: So what would you do if someone, like like, let's talk into that example of like not feeling like we either want to lessen it and not share it. Um, would you just encourage people to share it and to give him the glory Would you encourage them to share it and then pray for the other person? Like, what would you do to encourage the person?
0: I'm going to give an example that I thought was really well um, executed. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw somebody that wanted a baby. Mm -hmm. And I saw somebody that had announcement news about a baby. Mm -hmm. And what they did that was beautiful was they talked to the couple Mm-hmm. that wanted the baby prior to the announcement in front of S- everyone so thoughtful so the person still was in the room mm-hmm. and heard the news mm-hmm. but they didn't hear the news uh it, it felt like their hearts were cared for at mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. time as i'm not going to shield you from everything life happens and there's things mm-hmm. that go on and and you know i'm not going to shield you from it but i am going to be sensitive to your situation and mm-hmm. you know the other thing is We kind of have to give people grace, because not everybody's trying to trounce on your heart all the time either, to trust that people aren't trying to just be rude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. So I think if it's not my information to share, or if you know somebody's dealing with something, you could just say, you know, I I realize this might be hard for some people, but I also want to um, testify about what God's doing. And then go ahead and give the news, because it can bring further encouragement. And I don't want to squelch that. And you know, just kind of being really honest about what it is rather than not acknowledging that it could hurt someone, too. Because it
1: feels easier at times to commiserate in the bad
0: mm-hmm. or the negative
1: or the lack. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we it shakes our faith. It makes us a little depressed. It makes us feel hopeless. And that's not from the Lord.
0: Amen. Well, rejoice in the Lord. Sometimes, no, rejoice in the Lord always.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pray continually. Mm-hmm. Give thanks in all circumstances. We don't really practice, I call it that Oreo, you know, like there's the rejoice and pray is the middle, you mm-hmm. know, and then give thanks. But rejoicing and giving thanks should be like inhaling and exhaling. Mm-hmm. And we should be okay with saying, I think it's great to take prayer requests. Don't take get it wrong. But like if you're in a small group, Gail, if you get to say, what are you thankful for? Mm -hmm. And by the way, forgiveness of sins, being redeemed, having the mercy of God are huge things. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we sometimes don't even talk about those huge things because we're trying to find something always circumstantial, which is okay. But just today it was sunny Mm -hmm. or the weather is changing or Mm -hmm. I got new boots or (laughs) who cares, but Mm -hmm. just be able to be okay with that. I would like to turn away from negativity and just continue to thank God with whatever positive things are going on mm-hmm. and hang on to that. Mm-hmm. Hang on to that. We, we have
1: a moms in prayer group that's graduated and gone all the way through college. So we've probably been together like nine years mm. and now, and there's probably 10 of us and we meet once a month now and have lunch and everyone shares and we talk and we pray for each other.
0: Is that one where you were pictured in a wedding once and I'm like, I gotta know some of your buddies? Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of them
1: are in that. Yes. Which just
0: really yeah, cohesive group. Yeah.
1: Cohesive group and been through a lot and we're very vulnerable and open and we share and we pray. And we've we've carried each other through hard things over the last nine years. And we met yesterday and it was I was like I have a praise. I have a praise, you know? And yeah. so it was like, I got to share some things that have shifted, some things that have been healed, some things that have been provided for some really cool things that have happened in the last few weeks. And, and then the next person goes, I have one too. And we all had something and we're all like Yay. looking at our list going, we've been praying for this for a month or for like seven years. Yes. Yes. And God's answering the prayers. Yes. And it's if you had told us back seven years ago it would take that long, we might have gotten weary or given up. Yes. But we hung in there and we kept praying, pray again for this, still keep praying for this, still keep praying for this. And these breakthroughs are happening now. But I think this is happening on a bigger scale with people like there's something that in the suddenly something that's happening with this new year, things are shifting. Atmospheres are changing. Prayers are being answered. And it's like, I just keep thinking of like your strength will rise as you wait upon the Lord. And I have been in the weight on a bunch of things. And it's like, okay, I have to keep remembering to keep remembering, keep praying, keep pressing in, keep lifting it up, keep rejoicing, keep, um, loving my God. And, um, But, but like, things are happening.
0: So thoughts on that? And even in your weight, more is happening to you, Gail, or anyone who's doing that than they know. More more is happening internally. More is happening with the process of leaning into God. More is happening with, you know, you understanding, okay, God is for me. He's not against me. Whatever it would be is happening internally, and, and it's kind of shifting. While we're waiting for the external circumstances to happen, a lot is happening within us, which is a beautiful part of the whole process, right? So that, that's really great. And I do think that praying for something for a long time, we live in such a, uh, you go through McDonald's mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be able to have it right then and just do it Nike and you deserve a break today Was McDonald's mm-hmm. and, and that instant gratification is so prevalent and we grew up in it and people are expecting it people get really mad if their food doesn't come as fast in it even a sit-down restaurant right Mm -hmm. but the truth is some of the things are gaining interest is what bill Mm -hmm. johnson would say an investment that's gaining interest it's taking longer but it's gaining interest and i have situations shifting in my family things that are going where i'm like oh my goodness Mm -hmm. there is big things and i got this picture of Simeon waiting for the Christ child. And here comes, you know, Mary and Joseph, and then they're going to bring their turtle doves. And here Simeon gets to hold. He's like, old man, Mm -hmm. now that I've held him in my arms, my life can come to an end. You know, that whole Michael Card song is straight scripture. And Anna's been waiting, and she's been waiting, and she's been waiting. And Mm -hmm. somebody thinks Anna's drunk, but she's not drunk. She's praying in the Spirit, and she's just waiting, and Mm -hmm. she's just waiting, she's just waiting. And the truth is, I, I, I think... The weight is so can be so hard but there's a reason why the worth it of the weight yeah. is amazing yes the worth it of the weight and I've never said that phrase before maybe it's a new t-shirt the, <laughs> is, the worth it of the weight is it's not ever stagnant mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean you were inactive mm-hmm. the praying in that mm-hmm. you said the pressing in isn't is not the weight isn't like you sat around twiddling well, it's your not phone. a waste God's of time on you Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And as I was waiting for some things to change in my family, and maybe there's going to be a podcast that'll talk a lot more about this, but I just felt like, God, what am I supposed to do now Mm -hmm. that I need to do Mm -hmm. because I don't have the solution or the answer yet? And what are you going to be for me now that you can't be in in another season? What is a characteristic of your... um, of you that I'm now going to learn that I couldn't another way mm-hmm. because you're not mean to me. You're trying to show me something mm-hmm. that you need to work on in me or, mm-hmm. or that I need to trust in you. And a lot of that weight was just that he's kind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He is kind. This weight mm-hmm. isn't to hurt you and mm-hmm. and and just frustrate you mm-hmm. and, and make you – you have to just give up all of your hopes and dreams. And, you know, you've talked about this, and I had Krista Smith on for – you know, Mm -hmm. singled out in a couple's world. And she really didn't know that she would be 39 before she got married. But there was a part where it had to switch from waiting to actively living my life and going forward. It could be in anything, Mm -hmm. a new job, wanting a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you know those things. You have a heart for young gals and all of that. So good. My
1: hope is that people will, listeners uh, will hear, um, the encouragement of asking the Lord where they can expand their territory or where they're supposed to step out and, and, and trust that process and be brave and just take a chance and, um, And it could be inviting people into their home, like we talked about. It could be starting a prayer group. It could be like, oh, my gosh, we need to be praying over our babies. We want to be praying over our singleness. We want to be praying over, you know, our empty nesting. And that they would find encouragement in the wait. Exactly. And then to share their testimonies.
0: Yeah. Because it encourages others. Because it can be a wilderness period. But part of that waiting in the wilderness is, is, I'm going to say, More horrifying and horrible if you don't bring people into that. Absolutely. So when you're with somebody else, it's like not just the commiserate, but they're waiting too. And Mm -hmm. and okay, so I had a situation where I had a friend, and I was praying for her daughter as much as she was praying for my daughter. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, praying for hers sometimes was easier than praying Mm -hmm. for mine. Or what you know, Mm -hmm. sharing Mm -hmm. some of the load. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. we are to carry our own load, but we are to bear one another's burdens. Mm -hmm. Right. Right, right. So when somebody just has a load, you don't go and you know do their loads of laundry and go get groceries mm-hmm. for them. But when they're burdened, mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody has to carry their own load, mm-hmm. but we carry one another's burdens. And you wouldn't know that somebody's in a waiting period unless you're telling them what you're waiting on exactly. with expectancy. Yes. And somebody else can say, "Gail, I'm believing for that with mm-hmm. you," and you prayed things seven years ago that are manifesting now. Yeah. And there'd be times, Gail, where I'd be like, um. I'm going to call Gail to pray about this, because there will be an expectancy, expectancy, not an expectation of how it's going to go, mm-hmm. but the expectancy of God's going to do this, let's pray about it, mm-hmm. you know, and get those people in your I, life, right? I, I, for it's, sure. Yeah. You
1: don't need the Debbie Downers. with you mm-hmm. or for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No
0: Debbie Downers. <laughs> right? Because if God is who he says he mm-hmm. is, we, uh, Graham Cookaway says when, when God grants you something, he expects you to take him for granted. So, like, if a promise is out there, a friend is not manipulating to say, "Um, God said he'll provide, let's just wait on what that is. Or, you know, God said that he's with you, hope you feel it right now. Like, literally, he wants you to take him for granted. And sometimes another person's viewpoint has always helped me, or I try to be that for someone knowing, oh... Can I shift your perspective? Maybe you haven't seen it this way or whatever. Mm. But, like, it, it's this is really pretty cohesive podcast because it really is part of territory yep. expanding, part of sharing testimony, yep. and part of being there with each other to encourage by being in the Word. And the Word and praying together. Uh, and yeah. being in community. Yes. It's all. And I guess I would say because God is really accelerating now, it's because we were so held down and back during the whole years. But I, I've seen that slingshot. Yep. The rock feels like it's going back. <laughs> yep. So it can just go out even further. Yeah. So
1: I would just say you're released. You are released. You're released. Like you, That's a good word, you Gail. can fly. Like go. Like ladies and gentlemen, go. You're released. You're not. Um, in quarantine, you are not being held. Nope. You're, you don't have to isolate, like get back out there, open your doors, have people in your home, meet up with people, invite people in, get connected, um, get off social media and get some fresh air and, and go meet at a park um, and ask the Lord what doors he wants you to walk through. Exactly. He's giving you the keys. He wants you to walk through the doors. What does he want you to say? Who does he want you to connect with? I just charge you today to take some steps forward, take some risks, do it afraid, um, and then share it with other people to encourage them, drag some friends along, and then champion them too. Amen. And celebrate. Champion them. Champion them. And then celebrate your friends' victories. them fr- And
0: then be with them when that's hard and celebrate their victories. Because you would want them to celebrate yours, too. so. Right. And celebrate your own process, not just, yeah. you know, the progress at the end. Like, there's miniature things that you can celebrate, mm-hmm. you know, like... If I would celebrate that I actually wrote some pages in the book, rather than I finished the book, you know those kinds Absolutely. of things. You're allowed yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. And yes, I agree. We charge you yes. in the name of Jesus do, yeah, to not have it all figured out as you get going. Yeah. you just get going. And then, and God works in you. Send it to us. Like we want to hear. Like yeah. send us some testimonies
1: of like things you've tried in the next month. Like we like charge you and challenge you. So when you hear this, like then send the testimonies because it's going to be an encouragement. And I can't wait to read them. Can't wait to read. Yeah, we
0: should. That's what we should do is we should say, send in some testimonies and we will read them. Yeah. We will read them on the yeah. podcast sometimes yeah. when we do a buddy time. Just yeah. like, hey, listen, this is what so-and-so says is happening in their life. So we speak an end suddenly over yep. you. We speak a spirit of acceleration yep. over you. We say, do not despise the day of small beginnings, yep. like it says in Zechariah. Just kind of write it down if you need. Rest in God. I know sometimes it seems like, well, wait a minute. You're saying contradictory things. Well, maybe one person needs to rest. The other one needs to get going. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to get going with a resting heart. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... All of it and pick out what has resonated with you because that's what the spirit is then doing right now is speaking to you through that way. So in the waiting season, do not give up, do not give up and keep pressing on. Sometimes the
1: rest is busyness and not what you're supposed to be doing, but doing all the other things. So maybe you're supposed to rest from some of the cluttery things and focus Mm -hmm. in on on maybe something he's calling you
0: to. Right. Right. And when in doubt say Holy Spirit is that you speaking? Mm-hmm. And Holy Spirit am I what what part of this even what part of this podcast mm-hmm. you know do I have an action point for? Yep. Because I probably do. Yep. What is it that you're asking of me or you know whispering to me because he's always speaking so he just wants to tell you
1: something. I yeah. love
0: and mostly that yeah, you're loved.
1: Mostly that you're loved. And it's not about doing but amen it's fun to amen. it's fun to be out there. So,
0: yay! It's so good. Well, I bless you. You want to bless people and I'll bless them. And um, yeah, whatever's on your heart. I always, I just really appreciate your charge. I felt the spirit of God on that. I, I did that too. That felt like it was that. supposed to
1: be said. So I hope that that penetrates the airways. And whenever this gets listened to and shared, um, share this with your friends, get it, get a group of people yeah. together and share it. And so they can, they can be charged too. And then you can encourage mm-hmm. each other in that. So Lord, I pray um, that, that lives will be changed in this new season that they will accelerate that, that as darkness can rise, like the light and the gifting and the calling and the movement, um, people won't be stuck anymore. Their feet won't be Mm -hmm. in cement, but they can walk forward. I pray that you show them the doors to walk through. I pray that you have them reach out to people that they felt like they, maybe they should, or even scary things, um, that they would, uh, be bold and that they would hear you clearly. And I pray peace over them. And this is not about doing, but this is about um, But there is some like there's some action Mm -hmm, and um, mm -hmm. we want to be a light in the world. And so what does that look like for each person? Um, It's not about religion. It's not about the spirit of religion. It's about um, hearing the Lord and walking with him. So, Father God, we just give you this. We thank you for this um, time together. We honor you. We glorify you. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your gentleness. And we Mm -hmm. thank you that we get to um, do really amazing things with you. Let us be a light in the world. Let us overcome fear. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name.
0: In Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for Gail. I thank you for this buddy time. I thank you that you have used this to encourage me, and I just praise you for that. I pray a blessing on Gail today, God, that you would just Mm -hmm. help her in every way that she needs the comforter and the helper and the guide and the friend. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. Thank you for the testimony that... You have said that you're working in ways to expand her kingdom and and your kingdom through her territory being expanded. And God, I thank you for the just the examples of this, saying yes. And we do know that the commands of the Lord are not burdensome. You don't give us things that are difficult or hard on purpose. You actually give us things that you want to co-labor with us to do. So I thank you for that. And I just pray for every listener, God. I pray in the name of Jesus that they would know that you are the one who is peace, and it's being rising up in them that they contain the Prince of Peace. And if a believer and they know you god and i just ask that it would rise up in them like an elevator being called to the top floor and i thank you that there is peace in circumstances and you're the prince of peace and so god for the one in the waiting i don't know what they're waiting on but i know that you never leave us you never forsake us and so listener be um, encouraged that you're seen you're known god is working all things together for your good If it's not good, it's not over, and he's working for you. He's always for you. He's never against you, and his love is full on. His love is the same for you on a day when you've disappointed him as on a day where you think that you should be given some sort of badge of honor or an award. His love does not wax or wane. He is always always, always loving you. And there isn't anything that can separate you from His love. So go out into where you are knowing that nobody else on the earth carries what you do, has the personality that you have, has the DNA to be what God designed you to be. So just be free to be yourself. And I pray that you're just the real deal, that you would own it, and that for some reason, there'd be something in your spirit. So we call to any spirit that's dormant, any spirit that's um, wrapped in grave clothes, any spirit that's behind any rock, we call you forward in Jesus' name to be who God is equipped you and called you to be and just step out step out now arise and shine in mm-hmm. jesus name mm-hmm. Ooh, amen mm-hmm. amen amen so good
1: so good oh, I love you honey thanks you. Your neck. <laughs> squeeze you. thank you for this <laughs> in case you didn't
0: understand what we just said you you. we want to squeeze you but it squeeze your, sounds like you you pluck your neck <laughs> which has a story for my daughter. But I always say to people, can I squeeze you? And they look at me like I'm so weird. It's like hug you, hug you tightly. (laughs) I could just hug you tightly, Gail. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.